What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and unfortunately, within the past week, we have lost three members of the Professional Wrestling Brotherhood, and I'm going to tell you about them at this time. Um, We have lost a man that, without your modern-day manager, would not be um, a thing, and that was the manager of champions, the legendary Bobby Davis, passed away at the age of 83 over the week. We also lost... Dustin Diamond to stage four cancer at the age of 44. And WCCW referee John Renesto passed away. All of these men will be missed and um, contributed to the business in one form or another over the years. And we'll be talking more about them um, momentarily. Um, Katie, do you have anything you want to say about, uh, I know you probably didn't know the, the two, uh, the referee or the, uh, first one, Bobby Davis, but, uh, Dustin Diamond, Screech from Saved by the Bell, what say of you? Screech, I grew up watching Screech since I was, I don't know, 13, 14 years old, maybe younger, you know, for, for what everybody says about him, you can say whatever you want about him or badder and different. He made that show. He was the comic relief of that show. You know, he was a little pervert, tried to screw everybody. But yeah, other than that, overall, Dusty Diamond was he was a good kid. So Very sad to have lost three in the last week, and um, we want to send our thoughts and well wishes to the friends, family, and fans of those three gentlemen. And without being said, we're officially going to start tonight's program. Cause I'm TNT. I'm dynamite. TNT. And I'll win the fight. TNT. I'm a power load. TNT. ERN presents TNT on BTR with your host, Chaotic Katie. The Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Grab in wrestling fans and get ready, because it's TNT and it's dynamite. Oh, 
evening. Rampage Productions proudly presents an Evolution Radio Network exclusive, one of the longest-running professional wrestling-related podcasts on all of the interwebs, seven years strong, with people that really know wrestling with over 45 years of combined professional wrestling experience. This is Rampage Rants Thursday Night Turmoil. I am Citizen Sean David, along with my co-host. I gotta follow that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here, folks. I I know I know about wrestling and and, and stuff, and I'm the reason why the show will never be a bag of dicks. Chaotic Katie. See, I hate when he does that because I'm just like, uh, I have to follow that. Want to give everybody an update on our own Steve Kane? We have had we've had many updates yeah. in the past week. Um, he will be having the next several weeks off. He gave everybody here at this studio, and including his wife, a scare. Um, we mm-hmm. would ask that all of our listeners keep him in your thoughts and well wishes and prayers. Um, he will be returning hopefully before the end of this month to the airwaves. Um, yeah. That means that Lee Walker from Live on the Dean's Den will be taking his place when he can, um, yeah. when he can fill in. He will be here, and we also want to remind everyone that with Steve Kane being off, there will be no live from the Dean's Den until he returns, so uh, this will be the only program that we're offering um, in the weeks uh, that he will be gone. It will be Rampage Rants Thursday Night Turmoil. Um, Other than February 11th, February 11th next week, we will uh, be having special guests Chicago uh, land wrestling promoter uh, John Blurt will be with us and we'll be talking about promoting and um, Katie is going to sit back and let John and I talk shop and if Lee's here, great. Um, It's going to be a great exchanging of ideas and things that are going to be coming to his promotion that will be running their second event in April. Uh, God willing that COVID doesn't spike again. Um, So we will see what happens. Um, we have a lot of news to cover tonight. We have a lot to cover tonight. We've got to talk about the Royal Rumble and obviously the biggest AEW Dynamite in Dynamite's existence last mm-hmm. night. So with that being said, we're going to start things off right now with our breaking <clears throat> news. It was announced last night right after Kenta debuted on AEW that New Japan Pro Wrestling has struck a deal with Roku Channel for the U.S., U.K., Ooh. and Canada. And, and Canada, Which means, huh? yeah. And, and who is this? Um, Roku Channel. Roku. Roku. Hmm. And that'll be for New Japan. Cool. So you'll you'll be able to watch New Japan. Now, we'll get into the um, big news, obviously, out of last night uh, a little later. But New Japan getting a TV deal here in the U.S. is big news. They've needed this for quite some time. And it's not going to make it in three con- one country. It's going to make it in three. You have it in the U.S., U.K., and Canada. So um, it will begin airing every Thursday, beginning at 5 p.m. So 
more than likely we're going head to head with them airing a new episode of um, New Japan next um, week. It's well, just the way is, it's going to be. Is that, is that Eastern or is which is that? Which it time does zone? not. It does not say which time zone this is going to be. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Pacific time. So 5 okay. p.m. Pacific would be 7 Central, 8 o'clock your time. So yes, right up against. Yeah, us. we're still going head to head. Head button. Uh, I don't mind head button. But yeah. Oh well. We'll see how things um, go. But you know, we're we're one thing, they're another, and either or can be watched at any time. People will, people are gonna choose who they're gonna choose and, and if you guys wanna go and watch New Japan, I'm not gonna fault you for it. So yeah. The WWE has filed a lawsuit against the US citizenship and immigration services, according to PWI Insider. The nature of the lawsuit lawsuit is currently sealed to the public. The speculation regarding the lawsuit is that it has to do with the company not being able to get talent and or an employee into the United States, a process that was greatly exacerbated under the Trump presidency due to the policy changes. Mm-hmm. Yes, big time. Well, I don't know how things have changed since since the administration has been changed, so I don't know what to say about that. Um, the reason that Penta is not on AEW yeah. television right now is he is having issues with his work-related visa. Oh. I'm watching it last night, and I'm like, okay, there's Phoenix. Where's Penta? Everybody knows yes. I love Penta. Penta always, oh, that's my boy. Mm, that's my boy. Mia Yim and Keith Lee both tested positive for coronavirus, which is why Keith Lee was not in the Royal Rumble and why Mia Yim has been missing uh, for um, television. Yeah, and, and, and probably why Edge won the Royal Rumble because Keith Lee was there. Yeah, I'm sorry, Edge, I love you and all, but you probably would have been turfed over the rope by him. <laughs> there was somebody else missing from the Royal Rumble, and this one might shock you. Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon was not present for the WWE Royal Rumble 2021 pay-per-view. Wow. Is that why it was good? Um, well, the reason he was not there was because the passing of his brother um, oh, earlier I'm in the week. Sorry for the insensitivity, folks. <clears throat> but um, you, you may be right. There were some good things on that pay-per-view, and then... And things that just make you shake your head and go. We're just like things. Right. Jim Ross has revealed there is interest in turning his autobiography into a movie or TV special. Oh, really? Yeah, this would be I must quite... say that, oh, that man has, has led a life and a half, and then some after that. Oh, my God. Just imagine the things that could... The next NXT TakeOver has been announced for February 14th. It will be NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day. Okay. Yeah, all right. And Vince, seriously? You're going to do it on Valentine's Day? 
<laughs> I mean, you, you screw with everything, and and now you're gonna screw with Valentine's Day too. Like Jesus, what are guys gonna? No man, no man, no, 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 no. We gotta wait until after after the pay per view. I gotta watch the pay per view. Vince says I have to watch the pay per view, babe. I'm sorry, I'll give you yeah, I'll give you your flowers. I'll give you your flowers, your chocolate, and your humping tomorrow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> make the Ladies right and gentlemen, choice, okay? Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Vince McMahon has paid Hallmark a billion dollars to move Valentine's wow. Day 2021 to February 15th this year. Bullshit. <laughs> all right. Okay. Now we, we all have know some how int- I feel about this. <laughs> you know he screws with have- everything, okay? He screws with everything. Yes, he he screws with, with Walking Dead coming back after hiatus. He screws with freaking movies I want to watch. You don't understand. Everything I want to watch, he has to be on at the same time. I'm just like, Vince, really? you got to be that kind of a dick? Come on, man. Give me a break. I can't catch a break. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Catching a break show. Anyway. All right. Well, Katie's going to tell us some interesting news about a former guest of PWR Slam, aka Wrestling Authority Radio, at this time. Oh, all right. Let me go in. I've got, I've got it. I just have to go and click on it. Yeah, someone we've had on our show has uh, gone through some drastic changes. Uh, WWW. Okay, that's too many Ws. WWE <laughs> superstar, ex wrestler. I swear, I'm not as wasted as I sound. Okay, so, okay, I had to get rid of the ads. Okay, wrestler Tyler Rex, gender reveal from Gabe to Gabby. Okay, Gabe Tuff, a former WWE superstar ring name Tyler Rex, makes a, a long-awaited gender reveal exclusively on Extra. Okay, um, New York, February 4th of this year. From I may, I may sneeze, folks, so please do excuse me. My allergies are driving me crazy for some reason. From Gabe to, get, to Gabby. Gabe Tuff, the former WWE superstar Rex, um, ring named Tyler Rex, making long-awaited gender reveal. Okay, already, okay, so they gave it to me twice. With flair for, he had a flair for flying kicks, quick takedown tricks, and flowing dreadlocks. Gabe Tuff was once the WWE superstar. Yeah, well, how many times do you have to tell me his, his name was Tyler Rex? That's four now. I hate you, Sean. A tough pro wrestler who made opponents, opponents quiver to the cheer of millions of adoring fans. He battled in iconic WWE mega TV events seen across the wrestling world, such as Raw, SmackDown, and WrestleMania. But Gabe gave up all that WWE fanfare to spend precious time with two of his most loyal fans, his wife Priscilla and their little daughter, no name given. Gabe getting more time to be a dad to his daughter was priceless. It was the main reason why he left the WWE. Together with Priscilla, they created Body Spartan, a fitness company with an app to positively transform the body, mind, and spirit of men and women through targeted video workouts, nutritional programs, and motivational sessions. Despite his successes during and after his WWE career, Gabe was still wrestling with a secret persona dwelling deep within him. This is a this is a persona he has been dealing he has been excuse me hiding in the loud silence of his soul since childhood. 
finally, with the blessing of his loving wife, Gabe is finally ready to reveal who he really is. He is now known as she, a beautiful, wise, witty, and wonderful woman called Gabby. Gabby is about to share her thrilling story of gender transformation from a former WWE superstar, bodybuilder, fitness guru, motivational speaker, and motorcycle racer, a fun-loving and fabulous female. Says been finally set free and ready to rule her world. This is a story that wrestling and other sports fans, friends, and followers, followers must not miss, especially many in the LGBTQ community dealing with ch- challenging transgender issues. Who Gabby and Priscilla are willing to help. It's airing exclusively on Extra on February 5th. Um, I can't remember what today's date is. So that'll be tomorrow. And so tune into your local listing for the exclusive story. Yes. That was Tyler Rex. What a big difference. Tyler Rex oh. looks beautiful as a female. Um, she got big titties. Just, big old just titties. Just gotta say that. Um, big in my head. This hit everybody by surprise. Our former producer, my brother Gabe, um, not Gabe Gabby, but my former producer, uh, our former producer, Gabe, um, who booked Rex for his first appearance, uh, her first appearance. On the um, podcast, uh, many number of years ago, I want to say it was 2014, somewhere in there. Um, I'm very proud that she has been able to find herself. It's it's not an easy thing to do. People, I've had many people come to me over the years and ask me how easy it is to be gay, and there's no real easy answer to that question other than this. If you can find and accept yourself, truly find and accept yourself, and you can find happiness. But if you fight mm-hmm. a constant battle with yourself of I'm not going to be happy until I do this or I'm not going to be happy until I do that, if you put limitations on your happiness, we'll never be happy. And um, I've also had people ask me how I deal with family members that aren't so accepting. You have to learn, and Katie will tell you this, through years of counseling – um, you learn that certain people in your life are toxic, and sometimes toxic people have to shut out. Another thing, too, you learn who is safe to tell. I mean, there's people out there that still don't know, and when they find out, most people are, are like, yeah, whatever, it's cool, or you know what, I'm not surprised coming from you. And then there's people like my mom, you just got to be different, don't you? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Damn right. Got to be um, So congratulations to Gabby on her transformation and what the future may hold for her and her family. Uh, that does it for breaking news. Really? I want to, wow. I want to, play, uh, well, other than the big news about the partnership, which we'll get into when we cover AEW, I have been waiting about three weeks to play this for Katie. And it oh. is a parody on a oh. song by Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh shit. And, this was played on the Jim Cornette podcast sent by sent to him by a guy by the name of Nate Bash. And this is entitled Save You Unmuted. Okay. Yeah. This is called you know This Is Why. I watched the show on a Wednesday. Trying to find a match to appease my mind. But all they've got are cops.
stars play guys and clowns And nothing good to find They love to flip and fly Everybody hitting the same dive In every single match It's clear that they don't care to ask what other guys are doing out there they only need to get their own shit in and so this is why I can't watch them in the ring nothing matters cause nobody sells a thing I don't know if I'll turn it on next why do people laugh at wrestling? This is why, oh, this is why. All their guys are from indie places. They got no heels or baby faces. So you don't know. To cheer for I almost turned off the TV But here comes Cargill Now I've got to see So I sit back down Grab a beer and feel sorry For Cody Cause he's got to try To be more like the dream And also carry In the guys that no one sees all the while He's got that neck tattoo And if no one respects him That is why Oh, it's why Oh, Nobody sells a thing I don't know If I'll turn it on next week Why do people laugh at wrestling? This is why stars for a fight about a van I 
I can't wait to hear what Corny says. You know why people laugh at wrestling. This is why. Oh, this is why. You're hot shot every day. Let it breathe. And keep it in the ring. Also, And when you all catch Jerry COVID, you'll know why. Oh, Chris is why. Chris is why. <laughs> Chris is why. Chris is why. Okay, that part was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm not a big Hootie and the Blowfish fan, never was. I don't know why, it's never too much for me. But that, was, that wasn't bad. It was better than last week's. But <laughs> last week's was just okay. That, one, that wasn't bad, that was all right. Yeah. Yeah. Funny if, you, if you want to know why people laugh at wrestling, um, we're going to tell you why when we review the the Royal Rumble here in just a few minutes. Um, a lot of big wrestling over the weekends and, um, just a lot going on in the world of wrestling. So the Royal Rumble, oh boy. Katie, what did you think? Katie, what did you think of the Royal Rumble? Well, now I know why it wasn't half bad because Vince wasn't there. I actually, I can honestly say I enjoyed it. I normally, Okay. I don't know about y'all, but I can't handle, like, the rumbles, okay? I don't, it does, I don't care what it's for, all right? King of the Ring, I don't care, Royal Rumble. Like, it's too much to watch, and it takes too frigging long to do. Other than that, I don't mind watching a rumble, but the rest of the rumble was really, really good. I enjoyed it. I did. I liked it. Don't make me feel do it. And because because of the innovation in wrestling, we have not one but two Royal Rumbles on the same show. Ah, ah, ah. Uh, 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 you have the men and women's Royal Rumble, and the women's Royal Rumble finished um, quite messy. It finished quite messy. Her feet did touch the floor. I don't know if you saw that meme going yeah. around Facebook, but her feet, yeah. her feet definitely hit that floor. Um which is something that you can have a heel call her on. So um, it's a smart move on their part if you if you do it right. You can have the heel champion if it's, there's a heel champion. I don't know who the champions are. I don't pay attention to many damn championship no, he belts. Doesn't. He doesn't pay attention. Um, Someone's got to kick him in the ass. Pay attention. Bianca, Bianca, <laughs> you, you, I love her. Her. Touching the floor, her feet touching the floor. You have room to do something with that they if you're rushed. smart about it. Don't 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 um don't screw that up. I like her. I love her. Goldberg Goldberg versus Drew McIntyre was the letdown that we all knew it would be. That was a joke. It was like fighting his dad. I'm it sorry, was. but it, it you know um ah, boy, you know what that was? A clusterfuck. Katie, you want to tell everybody what that was? Well, that's just fucking great. Oh, great. You know what that is? You know what that is? 
great. That's just fucking great! Yeah. And that's how I feel about the Drew McIntyre uh, Oldberg match. Yeah. Oldberg. <laughs> well, Oldberg. it's the truth. Yeah. Yeah, I know. They could have put Gilbert in that match, and it would have been a thousand times more entertaining. I don't know about that. He, he annoys me. <laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of the goat you see all the time. <laughs> he does nothing for me. Um, thing. So, um, you know, the other thing is this. Um you had some good stuff on that card, but you had some stuff that was downright ridiculous. And then you had okay. stuff that repeated itself. Um, you had the nut okay. shot earlier in the night with our troop for him to get back the 24-7 championship or for somebody to win the 24-7 championship. And then, mm-hmm. again, in the Roman Reigns-Kevin Owens match, we had another nut shot. Pay attention to who's booking what and what is on that card so you don't repeat yourself. The other problem with the Kevin Owens-Roman Reigns match was it took way, 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 way too long for Paul Heyman to get those handcuffs off Roman Reigns. Way too long. And it's because they placed the position of the handcuff keyhole in the wrong place. That should have been easy, accessible right right away. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that, man. I was hoping he wasn't going to get it undone in time. But, of course, I can't have what I want, ever. Um, That's true. You had a very interesting women's tag match. I will agree. Um, that kind of pissed me off. And once again, the Flare Man woos. Yep. Um, then we had the men's Royal Rumble, which Edge was number one. They did the shenanigans with Randy Orton. You knew Randy Orton would come back in before it was all said and done, but he eliminates, uh, Edge eliminates him and Edge is going on to WrestleMania and he's either going to go against Finn Balor, he's going to go against, um, Roman Reigns, or he's going to go against whoever the hell the other champion is, because I can't remember off the top, uh, Drew McIntyre. Too oh many God, damn champions. Yep. I agree. Uh, so, here's where it gets interesting. Him and Drew McIntyre would have a good match. Edge and Drew McIntyre. Edge and Roman Reigns, eh, that might be a little bit more messy. Edge and Finn Balor. Now, that... I, that would be good. That that I mean, is where I would be put a my damn mind. fine match. Um, I feel that would be a damn fine match. The storyline that they would go with with that is that it's one title that Edge has never held, and if Edge is going to retire somewhere, he wants it to be in NXT. Really? Get him off. Well, if you think about it, that's where um, Finn is gonna gonna die. Not actually die but his career is going to die it's going to it's going to be nxt unless he goes back to japan um his his wwe career will die in nxt unfortunately it's the way it is um edge could have a lot of stuff there though edge Edge, you could do a whole feud with edge and finn balor 
and make money on it. Um, but that's the whole thing. A, a lot of people watch and they do watch NXT, but most people watch AEW on a Wednesday, including myself. So a lot of people might just miss it all. That's what the DVR that's is for. I don't have one of those. <laughs> on you. Uh, um, the other thing that we have to announce that I forgot in breaking news is Peacock is purchasing the WWE Network. The WWE Network is going bye-bye. It's getting switched Mm -hmm. over to Peacock. Um, It'll be less money. It'll be $5 a month instead of $10. And if you have an Android box, it's free. Yes, but uh, the paid service will be 5 instead of 10 Um, It's smart, and it's not smart. Their team paid a billion dollars over the next five years by NBC to move to Peacock which is why this is being done. It's a money move. Um, Obviously. IWTV is going to Pluto TV. That is the other announcement. So IWTV, which uh, does a lot of independent iPay-per-views, that that will now be airing on Pluto TV, which you'll have to look to see if you get. Um, so that's the other little tidbits of breaking news. Obviously, the Royal Rumble was what it was. There was some good and bad on that. Um, the bad was obviously Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny was just so bad. He was the bad, 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 bad bunny. How bad was he? Uh, bad. He's bad. Very bad. He's really bad. Um, I, I know uh, poor Booker just had to sit there and watch his kid jump around and act a fool. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, Booker. I've seen better, and this is this is not to be made offensive to anyone, but I'm go, I am going to make this reference. I've seen better gyrating from somebody that has MS or Parkinson's than what I saw out of that guy. That's, yeah, that's saying a lot. <laughs> um, I mean, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Um, All right, so the other thing that I want to go back and talk about now is the legendary manager of champions, Bobby Davis. Bobby Davis uh, came in at a time where wrestling managers were just starting. He managed such greats as Dr. Jerry and Eddie Graham, Gorilla Monsoon, Bob Orton Sr., that would be the father of wow. Bob Orton Jr., the grandfather yeah, yeah. of Randy Orton. Johnny Valentine. Yeah. Johnny Barren. Oh, God, I can't pronounce. Johnny Bar Barrend. Hopefully I said that right. Gene Dubuque and was closely associated with the late, great nature boy, Buddy Rogers. Wow, that's saying a lot. This is this is this is where Heenan and others. This is the guy they all wanted to be like. Um, you know, you ask kids today who you want to be like if you're going to be a manager, and they'll go Jim Cornette or Paul Heyman or um, Sensational Bobby Cherry Heenan. if they're a female. Um, Bobby Heenan learned from this guy, Bobby Davis. Um, Bobby Davis was one of the originators of managing, and you have to realize back in the, that time. 
managing was not um, a lot more than being able to talk for your wrestler. Because remember, for the longest time, managers did not come out to the ring with the wrestlers. They, they came out and walked the wrestler out to the ring and then had to go to the back. It was in the later years that the managers got to be a, an active part of the match. Um, yeah. Like getting in the way. Right. So this guy managed a lot of champions, as I read off that list. I think about Gorilla Monsoon. I think about Buddy Rogers. I think about Bob Orton Sr., um, Jerry and Eddie Graham. I mean, those are those are legends. And this guy held, held is held in the same regard. Um, going back to talk about Dustin Diamond, a.k.a. Screech, Screech had a run-in at AAW in Chicago with our good friend Joel Gertner um, at an AAW show in Chicago years ago. And he also had a run-in with a female wrestler, Mischief, and I believe, believe if memory serves me correct, uh, Screech got the green mist of Mischief in, her, in his face. And I don't well, mean that in a nasty happened. way. <laughs> I know you don't. He got misted. Okay. Um, so, it can be an honor. You know, there's um, there's a lot with that. Um, the WCCW referee, I wish Steve Kane was here to tell us more about because he'd know about it. Um, that would be up Steve Kane's alley 100% yeah. uh, with the guy being a referee and, and managing for world, or, uh, and refereeing for world class. Um, Steve is our world class expert because. Um, a lot of that footage does not exist anymore. If you have that footage, uh, be honored and privileged to have it because it, it's hard to get full copies of World Class in this day right. and age. Some of it is on the WWE Network, but some of it's not. Um, it's like a lot of the other libraries. If you can find something on YouTube, find it and hold on to it. Um, so... There's going to be some things that we're going to be doing in the month of February, obviously. Um, things are a little bit chaotic right now with Steve Kane on break. Um, we'll be getting back to a normal schedule with Wrestling Authority Radio in the month of March. And want to remind everybody, April 15th, rent's due. It's going to be our promoters roundtable, and we've got some great promoters that are already lined up for that. And going to be um, a great night of exchanging ideas with promoters all over the globe, and we've done this a lot of times, and it's one of my favorite um, things that we do on this program to be able to sit back and listen to other promoters and take notes and kind of exchange ideas and help them or get help myself. So big things coming to this network. Um, Good to hear. Yes. All right. Well, Raw was definitely interesting. What was your favorite moment of Raw? I know you're going to say, I know, I'm, if I'm a guessing, if I'm a betting man, your favorite moment of Raw had something to do with Alexa Bliss. Um, she's nuts. <laughs> like, people say I'm nuts. No, I'm a six kick. I'm not that crazy. Not that. Sorry, I'm I'm getting in, I'm gonna be in the studio in half a second. <laughs> um, Raw Blank was definitely point. interesting. There was 
high and low points. Obviously, the low point again was Bad Bunny. Um, it is being rumored at this time that Bad Bunny is going to have a match at WrestleMania. Don't know if it's true or not. Hi. Pure speculation at this point. I pray to God not. Um, but you have to remember that WrestleMania is going to be two nights, so they'll find room for him on the card. Uh, why, Mommy? Why? Exactly. <laughs> why? You don't um, so, that's, uh, Raw was definitely interesting, and there were a lot of things, um, good and bad, about Raw. We've got some things that are going to be happening leading into the next WWE pay-per-view, which will be coming your way very soon. Um, all right, give me give me the list for this year, not 20 years ago, asshole. Sorry, <laughs> talking about stuff. Um, WWE Elimination Chamber will be February 21st. Really? And will be the final event to air on the WWE Network in the United States. WWE Fastlane on March 21st will be the first event to air on Peacock WWE Network channel. Interesting. Yes. Just well. So, that, um, you know, Raw was good. SmackDown last week was good. We we got a, one hell of a pay-per-view. It was an okay Royal Rumble. Um, Katie, why don't you give us our Impact Wrestling review from Tuesday night if you got to see it? I watched, I did watch it. Honestly, the knockout division is amazing. I really want Katrina Havoc in the Bay to beat the crap out of Slayer and Fire and take this belt. I really, really, really do. Um, Rosemary walked down this, this crazy speed, crazy speed. I can't remember who. I, I don't know, man. It's, it's, this week's been a blur. It really has. I'm busy with appointments. But, yeah. It's good. And, obviously, there's a lot going on in the world of wrestling. So what we're going to do at this time is uh, take our song break, and we're probably going to end a little bit early tonight, folks. I was hoping that we would get uh, Lee Walker in here to kind of spice things up a little bit and uh, be able to contribute to the conversation. But um, when we come back, we will talk more about AEW and the big deal that is uh, going on in wrestling right now. And we'll have more to talk about on the second part of Rampage Rant's Thursday Night Turmoil. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Yep. You make me vicious. Watch as I make the pain my mistress. You can call me Miss Malicious. I'll dress you up in stitches No, I cannot resist it If it don't hurt, I get suspicious I like to take the knife and twist it Yeah, my love is sacrilegious I'm not scared to admit it 
Rebun Promotions presents Professional Wrestling, a show that will not actually happen. Starring pictures of former WWE, Impact, and Ring of Honor stars that we're going to put on our poster just to lure you suckers into the building, even though they will not actually be appearing. Featuring the pictures of the real wrestlers, who will just be local jabronis that we're getting for a hot dog and a handshake. All this will take place inside of the neighborhood bar that we're getting for the cost of a case of beer. And the ring will be a homemade wooden ring because, no, we can't afford a real, actual, safe wrestling ring. Liability insurance? You must be crazy. We can't afford that either. I'm not getting that much of a refund check back. All we can really afford is the beer and the posters. So, mummy... Get my tax refund check ready and get it signed over to me because I want to hurry up and play wrestling promoter. Tax refund wrestling not coming soon to a location near you. And we are back with more of Rampage Rants Thursday Night Turmoil live on the Evolution Radio Network, exclusively live on Blog Talk Radio. I am, once again, Citizen Sean David, along with my co-host. And there is another show I'll never be a bag of dicks, Katie. Katie. <laughs> All right. Well, the big, big news that we're going to start off with before we go over our AEW review, we've got to address the... 900,000 pound elephant in the room. Yeah, try saying that again, Sean. 900,000 ton pound elephant 
Okay. In the room. You, is it a pound or a ton? Pick one. Pounds or tons? <laughs> Nine hundred thousand pounds or tons? Which is it? <laughs> it, it? You cannot have both. You want now? Damn. It's ton. Ton. It's ton. Nine hundred ton. Ele- yeah. Nine hundred ton. Nine hundred thousand tons of fun. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, Kenta showed up at AEW last night, which means that there is now a working relationship between AEW, Impact Wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling, the National Wrestling Alliance, and AAA. Wow. Lucha Libre. Mm Mm-hmm. No sexy star, I hope. It is being rumored that Ring of Honor could join this. However, there's major speculation that that will not happen based on the way that the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and some other talent left Ring of Honor. So we will wait and see. Um, What does this mean? Well, we don't know. This means they're going for whatever the hell they can get for their next pay-per-view, which will be in March um, I am very disappointed that the Shaq match will not be taking place at the pay-per-view. Horrible, horrible business move there. Um, and I, I like Red Velvet. I've been a fan of hers since they started using her, but Red Velvet and um, Cupcake Cody, as Shaquille O'Neal is calling him, against um, Jade Cargill and Shaq, uh, I don't know about that. And you're a knob. You've got to start watching Impact again. Your girl is back on Impact. She joined up with Jazz and Jordan this week. Yes, girl, ODB is, is back. back. ODB, yep. the, the, woman, the woman that I uh, have known since 2004, and when I worked a show on her and with her in 2009, she found out I was gay and stuck my face in her tits and was like, are you still gay? Sorry, honey, <laughs> still gay. You're too damn cute to be gay. <laughs> All the cute ones are gay, I'm sorry. It's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but I do love my ODB. She is one. I don't even know if you know what ODB stands for. Old drunken broad? I don't know. <laughs> one dirty bitch is what they said it used to stand one for. Right on. I can do with that. So, um, love you, ODB. She, uh, she... Travels the world and has a food truck, so um, wrestling promoters that are smart can book her and her food truck together and get some really kick-ass food at your wrestling show, uh, courtesy ODB. Some real kick-ass food. I'm sure. I'm sure if her barbecue is anything like Jr.'s barbecue, you'll you'll be mouthwatering, be in the ring salivating, smelling all that pulled pork butt. Yeah. You can tell what's on my brain. <laughs> um, the rest of AEW was good. The Sting promo was a little weak. Um, a little bit. But what does this mean for um, wrestling with all of these people having an alliance? It means that there's going to be a lot of interesting things happening between now and the end of 2021. My personal prediction is that if they will allow it, that AEW and the rest of these companies are going to make a move to run Madison Square Garden. 
I can very much see that. Um, It would be very, very interesting to see um, a super show the way Okada proposed it, but Okada wanted it with WWE and everybody. You have to realize that not everybody will play on the same page, no matter what. Not everybody Um, gets along. Not everybody wants to be your friend. Right. (laughs) Because of that, it'll be a limited super show, but it will still be a huge super show if they make it happen. Mm-hmm. It'd be delightful. Um, I think that AEW is going in the right direction. I think that there's a lot of things that they're going to be doing. Um, but the point that I want to bring up that a lot of people, a lot of fans on my page are bringing up is that AEW intends to make them all look like their bitch, um, which is yeah. somewhat true. We've seen it already. And... They're paying their damn bill. There's the only reason why they're like they're off. Is Impact paying the bill? Um, well, kind of true, but it's also, you got to remember that Tony Khan's dad is a billionaire, so AEW would be there no matter what. It's either daddy's money funding it or the money he's getting from Impact. Well, whatever. Uh, there's, there's, more, there's more to Impact than just Gallows and Anderson. Um. This is from one of my friends, not liking it because it's just focused on AEW and other companies are not painted in a good light. I watch Impact Wrestling, and since it started, the quality of the show was rising that, and has now fallen a bit. Every time there's a crossover segment, it makes Impact look like shit. Yep. I was going to say the same thing, making this look out of trash. You know, you're not, you're supposed to be there to help a business, not put them down further than they already are and already know they are. I think their mistake is trying to put all these companies on a pedestal and going AEW 2, Impact 3, NGPW 4, NWA 5, uh, AAA 6. You all need to look at yourselves on the same level because if you don't do that, it's not going to work. Nope. Will not work. Not, Not one bit. Not at all. I want to send a shout-out uh, to anybody in the Pocahontas, Tennessee region. Please go out and support our benefit for our good friend, Blazing Star, who uh, is suffering from cancer. He is the husband of our good friend, Tina. We used to call in all the time. I miss her dearly. Um, there is a benefit. There is a benefit this Friday at 8 p.m. at the LeVon Stone Donbass Arena in um, Pocahontas, Tennessee. And if you're in the area, please support that. You can find them on Facebook at CWA Action um, on Facebook. And Blazing Star has called into the show a couple times. Um, Love the guy. Just very hard for me to understand. There's that language barrier there. and I, I, we're going to get through that one of these days and have a full interview with him. But um, I want him to get better and know that this man is one of the most legit professionals that I have ever run across. Um, nice guy. Very professional, knows his shit, and uh, you know we we know that cancer took some really 
people close to us in 2020, and we're not going to let them take them in 2021. So uh, keep up the good fight, Blazing Star and Tina, and we love you and support you with everything that we've got in our being. Um, AEW got better ratings uh, last night. Now we will see if that carries over into next week. It should, but um, keep in mind that we have a lot of sports that are getting ready to come back, and that's going to affect ratings all over the place, unfortunately. And um, we have um, just been so blessed to be able to do this show the past seven years and uh, just talk to so many different people. Um, We're going to be bringing back, like I said, the interviews on a more full-fledged scale once Steve Kane is back. Like, um, I'm not going to divulge the issues that he had, but they were very serious medical issues. Um, and he'd be here tonight. Obviously, everybody knows that. That's been a regular listener of the show, if he could be. Um, so what I'm going to do right now, I'm going to open up the listener lines to Billy and let Billy share his favorite moments from the Royal Rumble, Raw, and AEW from this week, if he saw them. He did. He did. He did. Well, for AEW, you know, this is going to sound corny and kind of – Fanboyish because, you know, I grew up watching this guy back in WCW. But every time Sting shows up in AEW is my favorite moment. I'm a huge fan of Sting. I'm always going to be. Let's see. Let's just pray he he doesn't get injured um, because I would would cry. I would literally cry at this point. Well, yes. Yes, again. I would cry, too. I would also cry if they jobbed him out, though. Billy, I, um, I would call. Billy, Billy, I would call you, and we would cry together. Nice and loud and long and whiny. Yeah. As long as you want. <laughs> See, Royal, Royal Rumble, uh, it's hard to pick a favorite moment. I mean, there were some parts that were good, but other parts it just farted, you know? But, yeah, you said that to me this morning. But yeah, if there was one thing that really, really made me want to get up and cheer, it was the fact that Edge won the Royal Rumble. I mean, for once, I'm thinking, finally, a veteran gets treated the way they should be treated, you know, rather than jobbed right. out to somebody who ain't worthy of licking their boots, you know? Thank you. Being told just to lie the hell down. I hear you. I mean, I get tired of seeing, you know, wrestling royalty and veterans get jobbed out to don't get me wrong wrestlers that are good but they're not worthy of licking the shit off their boots they're not even in the same league you know well and that's just it sorry i had a text from mom we've got some very inclement weather here i want to make sure she gets home safely in about an hour um and as much as sorry go ahead Folks, if you are traveling tonight in Illinois, you need to be extremely careful because it is <laughs> it is very lethal out there right now. Um, I oh, will yeah. send the picture to Katie uh, once I find it again. But we there was a very severe wreck over in Iowa tonight. Um, oh my! Oh my! Shit! You need to be 
you need to be careful. And the other thing I want to keep a reminder out for folks is a lot of people, um, and then Billy, I'm going to let you have the floor again. A lot of people think that COVID is over and that we can, we can go back to the way things were before it was here. I'm here to tell you that there have been people that I know um, directly that have had about 50 people that they have lost to this virus in the last year. This shit is very serious. It is to be taken very seriously. And this is why when we say that safety is not optional, it's fucking mandatory, we mean it. Um, we fucking mean it. Because, look, I have not, thankfully, I've, I, I know of a couple people that I'm more of acquaintances with than friends that have gotten it. I don't know anybody real that I'm really close to that has gotten it. Um, I have not been tested for it because I have not um, be, had come in contact with anybody that has had it or um, has shown any symptoms of it. But I will tell you that I take very safe precautions, precautionary measures. I wear a mask. I'll wear gloves if I have to. Um, you know, gloves, I have hand sanitizer. Yeah, yeah sanitizer would be better because the gloves can just seep in all the virus and then you're touching other things with the virus all over your hands. That's why I don't use right. My hands can be washed and sanitized over and over. And Unfortunately, over. it's here to stay. Over. Yeah, no, um, it's not. It's, it's, it's eventually going to get to the point where it's like the flu. That is that is yeah. their hope. But well, it's going to take well, time. I, all I got to say, all I have to say is your country, uh, last I counted, was 24.6 million cases. That's right. Well, that's that's America. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're going to be wearing our masks till at least July. Okay. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be. Come on. And there is a cute meme. There is a hilarious meme going around uh, Facebook that I sent with uh, sent to Katie. It's got a picture of Tony Khan and Tony Giovanni with the pictures of the. New Japan logo, Impact logo, NWA logo, AAA logo, and AEW logo. It says, we have an alliance with Impact, NGPW, NWA, and AAA. And underneath is a picture of Vince and Bad Bunny, and Vince is saying, we have Bad yeah. Bunny. We have that, yeah. got fuck all, man. AEW's got Snoop. You may have his niece, but you don't got none. Um. The other thing that I want to point out real quick, and then I'm going to let um, uh, Billy have the floor here, is that Carlito came back in phenomenal fucking shape. I have never seen a guy make a comeback that looked that good. Good God. I don't care what anybody has to say. He hasn't stopped going. He was the one training the the actresses for the the series Glow. He was the one, yeah, giving them all their news. All right, Billy, go ahead. I'm not a huge Carlito fan, but I will admit seeing him again was a big shock, you know, and he does look great. So that was a holy shit moment for me right there. And as much as I love Goldberg, I grew up watching him. He was another one of my heroes, but I agree He's getting old. He can't really do what he used to do anymore. I think it's time for him to retire. He's goddamn lucky that he didn't drop Drew McIntyre on fought. his head. At least he didn't box like Goldberg did. 
Goldberg totally botched his jackhammer. That's what I was just saying. That he was just he was just yeah. talking about Goldberg. Goldberg Goldberg yeah. is damn lucky he did not drop Drew McIntyre on his head because that would have been horrible. He needs to give it up. That, it, it was like, that, like I said, it was it was like fighting his dad. That if, if Drew would have landed on his head, it could have been more serious of an injury than Owen Hart. Just being honest, that's that's the, that's the condition that Goldberg is in wrestling wise now. There's shit he can do and shit that he can't. The jackhammer is something he obviously cannot fucking do anymore, so he shouldn't attempt it. As Jim, as Dusty Rhodes said, that Jim Corn, uh, that Jim Cornette has repeated, that Dusty Rhodes said, "Do not know shit you don't know how to do, baby. Do not do shit you do not know how to do." But, but yeah, I can't bring myself to hate Goldberg. I like seeing him and all that, but I think it's time. I mean, it's it's not back when he was in WCW anymore. Can't uh, yeah, he's, he's sorry, sorry Goldberg. But so then again, we're gonna to have to watch Shaq pretty soon too. That's yeah. In my opinion, that's gonna well, be funny as hell. Yes, and it'll be interesting to see what they do with WrestleMania being two nights. But like I said, I think I, I'm almost certain at this point they're gonna give that Bad Bunny a match. And oh, I I won't be able to hit the fast forward button quick enough. I hope WrestleMania does not become WrestleMania, but in all fairness, you know, I'm not going to hold my breath. You know, every, I mean, one of the things I'm getting tired of is they'll tease that a legend's going to show up. So you tune in to watch, the legend doesn't show. So you're left going, what the fuck, dude? I hear (laughs) you. I, I mean, how about that one time they teased that The Rock was going to show up? He never did. <laughs> and CM Punk, yeah. And CM Punk and Alundra Blaze and God knows who else. I'm like, you know, get your shit together already, man. <laughs> no, they want to bring Legends back for segments. <laughs> Excuse me. Like they did on Raw. Take some water. Where we have... Uh, where we have <laughs> Tatanka just standing there, looking like a doofus yeah. in full yeah, fucking gear. Arm, yeah, full head headdress, everything, standing there with his arms crossed with a douchebag. With a look on his you face know, that clearly says, "Why the hell am I here?" You know. Exactly, because uh, Tatanka is one of the very few that if if I were going to book somebody from that era of the 1990s. Um, and I, I, I'm going to attest to this now. I should have booked Tatanka over Mantar a thousand times over. Just going to attest to that now. Because um, Tatanka, he can still fucking go. I Man, oh, I've yeah, seen yeah. matches of his within like the last five to ten years. That guy don't ever quit. I don't know what the disconnect was with him and Vince McMahon or him and Bruce Pritchard or him and whoever. I don't know why WCW didn't pick him up hell of a body and the amount of talent that the that he had had they not killed the gimmick um endless 
Katie, are you in the studio? Can you screen that call, please? Um, that might be Lee Walker. I agree about Tonga. That guy puts wrestlers that are kids compared to him in their damn place, man. That guy can still well, move. But the thing about it is, he 1992, 1993, somewhere in there, he was a big deal, and you're talking 2021. He's somebody mm. that could still... Tatanka is one of the very few people, like I said, that if you were going to book a legend from that era, you want to book Tatanka because he's one of the ones that can still go. Very few left from that area that era that can still go. Um, another one that I would book from that era if he were still alive would be Chris Candido. But I think at this point, Candido would have probably been retired. Um, Chris All is right. getting ready to retire. Go ahead, Katie. Yeah. I just brought Leon. Who would you bring back? A legend. Who would oh. you bring back if you were given the choice? Yeah, a we legend. were talking about 90s, 90s legends, Lee. Somebody that you could bring back from the early days or – uh, like 1995 Raw before, you know, Stone Cold and The Rock and all of that, Mankind. Well, you know who would be a good one? Um, and people laugh at this, but the man's in phenomenal shape. I would bring back the Brooklyn Brawler. Ooh. You know, I have, to, I, have to, I have to give you that one. Brooklyn wow, Brawler. are you kidding? <laughs> Brooklyn yeah, he, he's, he's done so much. And, and helped build so many stars, but WWE would later, you know, pay it back with him getting victories over guys like Triple H and stuff, and, right. and working pay-per-views, you know, teaming with The Miz. The yeah. crowd pops for that guy. Well, and no that's just what. it. That's just it. We were t- we were talking about how, um, you know, Goldberg's match was kind of, on the Royal Rumble was kind of a fail. We knew it would be a letdown. It was a bigger letdown than what we thought it would be because he, he just does not have it anymore. And we were talking about how horrible it could have been if he would have botched that jackhammer anymore and dropped uh, Drew McIntyre on his head. I personally said that if he would have dropped Drew McIntyre on his head, it could have been a worse injury than Owen Hart's fall that we all know what happened with that. Lee, what say of you? Well, I mean, Owen Hart died, so that's kind of hard right. to compare the two, um, <laughs> to be honest. Um, yeah, that jackhammer did not look good, and it kind of looked like I know, you know, Goldberg is up there in age. He didn't look right. uh, that in shape for this. Mm. No, he did not. He, he, he did not he at all. He was less than and and the thing about it is this you're you're getting you're paying a guy like that to come back and do a couple of these appearances and uh, I think I think Vince now we know Vince wasn't at the Royal Rumble but I think Vince or whomever was in charge that night was entrusting that they get an in-shape Goldberg that would be able to hopefully go at least 10 minutes well that was shown that it could not be done not to mention, that, you know, we knew from the get-go Goldberg was going to lose like he did, you know, the le- almost every few previous appearances anyway. So what's the point, you know? He kind of went from being this unstoppable SOB that could pretty much, you know, take out anyone who got in his path to just 
kind of being treated like glorified, you know, cannon fodder, you know? Like I said, I love the guy. Grew up watching him. He's one of my heroes. Love seeing him, but I think it's time. I I would have... um, Now, Lee... um, Obviously, the big news that's coming out of AEW last night, and we'll get some more of this uh, with you now that you're here. Um, what do you think this is? This whole new formation and, and relationship. Uh, supposedly, the rumor is that uh, AEW now has a working relationship with Impact and New Japan and AAA, and now New Japan. Um, do you have any updates for us on this, or do you know anything more than what we know? So a couple of weeks ago, um, my partner and I on my show, Perched on the Top Rope, actually kind of slipped it in that we had a feeling New Japan was going to play a part in this, especially with all the tweeting going back and forth with uh, Tama Tonga in the Bullet Club and stuff. Right. So, the more... To me, there's a more interesting part than just now seeing New Japan, knowing that there's a working relationship with Impact and AAA. Last night on MLW Fusion, it was announced that the MLW middleweight champion, Leo Rush, will be taking on, who just recently faced AAA heavyweight champion or whatever his Kenny has in AAA, uh, Mega, he will be facing Triple A's cruiserweight champion Laredo Kid, title for title. So oh, really? we're going to see a new champion, whether it be MLW or Triple A. Which, knowing the fact that there is a working relationship with MLW and Triple A, MLW also has a working relationship with New Japan Pro Wrestling, as in the 2020 Opera Cup. MLW had uh, Rocky uh, Romero in the Opera Cup tournament. So you might see another promotion that you didn't think was going to come around might play a factor in this. And also MLW has been teasing the fact that somebody has kind of bought out Lucha Underground because Mil Mascaras, or not Mil Mascaras, wow, uh, Mil Murtez has showed up on MLW. Right. And so don't now, sleep on MLW the other, because there's a huge working relationship going on. And, again, you could see another one or two companies play a factor in this whole story. Well, I don't think it's going to be Lucha Underground per se, but the one I do believe that MLW will come to the forefront. Um, the thing with Lucha Underground is the interesting thing is it is being rumored at this time that MLW hired a former producer for Lucha Underground, Christopher Joseph. Which, if that's the case, that's why you're seeing all the um, Lucha Underground talent come to MLW, and that's why you're seeing them kind of go in the cinematic route a little bit the way that you would see Lucha Underground do. So it's very, you're right, it's very interesting. The one that has a lot of fans questioning, though, is what is going to happen with this relationship and Ring of Honor? Is Ring of Honor going to be left out on the on this cold street on this, or is, are will Ring of Honor come to terms with AEW to make a deal happen to be able to be included on this? Um, my personal opinion: Ring of Honor needs to do something. 
Uh, I would have to agree you, with you on that. You know, right agree. now you're seeing you're, you're seeing AEW right now currently with working with two other companies. MLW is working with one, potentially could be another one in there. Uh, if Ring of Honor gets left in the dark, that could be it for Ring of Honor. And I know I that they just recently signed. I know they just recently had had you know re-signed some some talent and things like that. But they're going to have to get their feet in there somewhere, and, and another one too is going to have yeah. to be the NWA. Well, and the NWA is rumored to be in on this deal with. Go ahead, Katie. They are with this last one of their major talents, too. You have to look at that as well. They just lost Skrull. Yeah. Well, and, well, Skrull is going to – that's a big speculation thing that Lee and I could sit here and discuss here in a couple of minutes is what's going to happen with Marty Skrull. Everybody thought he was going to show up at the Royal Rumble. Uh, I believe no. there's too much heat and controversy still associated with that guy's name for him to be able to be brought to any promotion right now. Um, um, I think I think that the the stuff that's going on, the stuff that went on with Marty Scroll is kind of like what's going on right now with uh, the whole Marilyn Manson Manson controversy. Is there's and, and there's a country star. There's a country star. There's a country. When she met Marilyn Manson, she did not groom her for nothing. She chose to stay. And now she's coming out at 33. You were of age. You were a consenting adult. Shut your whore mouth. Thank you. Um, we're not going to victim shame, Katie. We're going to leave that alone. Um, I did, I the, uh, um, there's also a country music star that just got dropped by his record label by, for a racial slur. So, I mean, there's a lot of heat. And, and society is changing again. And that is why this the speak out movement came forward and uh, Joey Janela is no, or not Joey Janela. Uh, Joey Ryan is no longer a part of the wrestling business. And uh, I want to see a future for Marty Skrull. I do want to make that public right here, right now. But if there is so much stigma with his name that it cannot go away over time, then you can't take a risk on him. Go ahead, Lee. Yeah, you know, anytime there's sexual allegations, you you see this happen that all the time. And that movement did a lot, and Marty's part of it. I'm, there, there, for me, there's really not much to to say other than that. You you, you right. kind of blackball yourself when you do stupid stuff. Well, and and yeah, but some, a man, you would think. We are in the year 2021, and, and people still have not learned that lesson of common sense that you can shoot your own self in the foot. And if you shoot your own self in the foot, guess what? It hurts. Um, yep. It, it's just the way it is. Um, now, Happened to the Jack other interesting, yes, the other interesting thing that I believe is going to happen with this agreement is they are going to make a move to run a super show at Madison Square Garden. I don't know that MSG will let anything AEW affiliated in. However, they did let Ring of Honor in. So it's very hard to say. I think it could happen. Nope. Jeff needs a home. Yeah. Jeff Cobb needs a home. Um, 
you know, MSG is one of the most historic venues for WWE dating back decades and decades. But the fact of the matter is Vince is not running that venue regularly anymore. And if you, we know this in the wrestling business, if you let a venue lay dormant for too long, sooner or later, somebody's going to come and grab that venue. Especially if it's one that's done well in the past. Right. Yeah. Um, I think I remember reading about this, that the price that MSG was charging apparently for WWE was too much. And that's why they uh, switched from going off TV to just the rare house show appearances that they would do, which were always, you know, neat because, you know, they would still do the kind of old school wrestling thing and have a champion drop a title in Madison Square Garden. But, it's a double-edged sword. If you're not using the venues, again, like you said, someone's going to come in and use it. Well, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of promoters that don't learn that lesson, even on the independents. If you let it lay dormant, it's it's somebody else's for the taking. And, and there's a lot of people that get butthurt when that happens, but it's the truth of the matter. Mm-hmm. And I, <coughs> you can't leave your venue dormant and not run for however long and – Call that your home. You, it, it, it don't work like that. Um, Lee, do you have any other breaking news for us? Uh, we talked a lot about um, different things that are going on. Um, you know, the the Tyler Rex situation with her transforming. And, um, man, just so much going on this week in the world of wrestling. And I'm sure you had some stories that we probably didn't cover. The Tyler Rex story going from Gabe to Gabby was really big today. Um, yeah, that was, that was absolutely crazy. And uh, you kind of get to see a different side of wrestling fans with yes. news like that. And uh, on my page, it's got over a thousand comments and it's a lot of, lot of nasty stuff. Um, kind of shameful on fans to to think very negative about somebody's happiness. Um, So I just wanted to get that out there. There there are fans that are like that. There's also fans out there that, you know, you're going to have fans out there that are going to not support it, but you're also going to have the fans out there that are going to love and support her no matter what. Uh, She is a former guest of our interview show that we uh, sometimes do. Uh, we, we used to run Tuesdays and Wednesdays back when we had her on uh, in 2014. And uh, great individual, man, I just absolutely great individual and um, has worked very hard to get where she is today. And uh, I'm, I'm very happy that she found her true self and, and is happy with who she is and made that transformation to um, be accepting who she is. But yes, wrestling fans can be the, some of the most vicious. I thought dogs were vicious, and then I met wrestling fans. <laughs> yeah. Damn. It's it's bad. It's bad. It's they are more well. rabid. They can be more rabid than dogs. 100%. Um, as far as any other wrestling news, um, I would just tell people, you know, tune into MLW Fusion keep watching AEW, keep watching Impact because there's going to be a lot more twists and turns along the way. Absolutely. And, and 
you know, um, obviously AEW won the rating last night with Kenta showing up. We don't know yeah. uh, who else is going to show up from New Japan. Oh, you you got to people have to realize this whole re- working relationship thing has opened a lot of doors for a lot of talent. And you, uh, I want people to go back and look at the WWE pre WrestleMania, pre the territory shutdown. Vince would, or Vince senior would use talent from all the territories. You would see the NWA world champion defended on a WWF show back in the day. I believe that's what you're going to see again with this working relationship with AEW and all these other companies. You're going to see the NWA world title defended on an AEW pay-per-view. You're going to see the AAA uh, championships come to uh, United States pay-per-view. You're going to see New Japan grasp the stronghold back here in the United States once again like they had when they were working really well with Ring of Honor. And like you said, Lee, if Ring of Honor does not jump along this bandwagon, it will be the demise of Ring of Honor. They cannot withstand to be left out on the wayside while this goes on. This is the movement that Ring of Honor needs to be a part of, and if they can't uh, become a part of it, I don't, I don't know where they'll go from this. They'll be, they, will be a, they will become smaller than what they are, which right now they're a high-level independent, and if they go much smaller than that, uh, they're going to be a regional company. And yeah, regional companies don't always they're last. They're way better. Than I mean, if, if Ring of Honor doesn't have something happen, the the most miracle they would need is WWE to do something with them. And we know WWE is gonna play the standalone card. It's gonna feel like it's WWE versus the world type thing, and then Ring right. of Honor's floating away, uh, which is sad. It It is, especially with the legacy that Ring of Honor has left behind. Um, I watched the punk documentary over the weekend from from StarCast, and to hear how he kind of, you know, everybody took off and left Ring of Honor and, and went to greener pastures, and punk was like, hey, I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying here. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this company what I can. And you got to think, if it would have been for Punk doing that then, Ring of Honor would have closed at that moment. You would have never had the, the next generation of Ring of Honor that we had with the Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish and all of the great talent that we have had in Ring of Honor the past 10 to 15 years. I'm going to have to agree with you right there. <laughs> it's, it, it's a sad truth, but it's... It, you know, and everybody keeps holding on to the the card that Punk is going to return. Punk is not going to return. Punk may come back at one point for one more match, and that would be it. And I I have met CM Punk. I have worked on shows with CM Punk. Uh, I worked for a company that he was heavyweight champion on. I was Ring Crew. I got to know CM Punk pretty well. He ain't doing it for uh, pennies, and he ain't doing it with somebody that. Um, he doesn't want to do it with, and he's not going to do a garbage match. If Punk is going to come out there and do a match, you best believe Punk is going to come out and give you 30 minutes of good old-fashioned CM Punk. And I pray to God, if he does get to come back and have one more match, 
that if they give him a microphone, they give him an unedited microphone and let him say what he wants. Because there's a lot of these fans that have never heard a independent CM Punk promo. If you have never heard an independent wrestling CM Punk promo, you need to go on YouTube and find one because the CM Punk promos that you heard in WWE or ECW are nothing compared to his independent promos or some of his early Ring of Honor promos where they didn't put a filter on him. And you know what? The the funny thing is when it comes to that, and, and I, I say this over and over again, give them a microphone and let the wrestlers be themselves. They'll do it's their simple, best. But they... You're right. You're right. It's simple. It's, it's, they won't. It's that no, and they don't realize it's that common sense. We have to put a script in their hand because if we don't put a script in their hand, they can't. Uh, no. Wrestlers used to be know how to cut a promo, or they teach themselves how to cut a promo and keep doing it until they perfected it. Now you're giving them a script. They cannot perfect themselves off a script. They cannot get their face, uh, facials right. And the, their tone and uh, the way they look at the camera or any of that, it's very hard to do that when you have a script. And every wrestler has a st- definitive style they will do their own promo in. Uh, some styles may be similar, but you normally, most of the time, everybody has their own certain way of doing it. And WWE has limited that so much that we don't see guys have their own individualism when they're doing a promo, it's cookie cutter promo, cookie cutter promo, cookie cutter promo. Mm-hmm. Snorfest. It's a shame. It's a damn shame. Damn shame. Great. I mean, it's, yep. it's, it's the way it is. Um, what do you think are going to be some of these other matches that we might see now that this alliance has been formed for Revolution, Lee? Oh, uh, man. Do um, you think we're going to get to be at the pay-per-view? I hope so. I, I really hope so. Um, I am going to be honest with you. The only thing that I have followed when it comes to AEW has been this Impact gotcha. New Japan Now storyline. Um, right. I, I explained it on a show uh, Friday with Steve a couple weeks back. I had to cover AEW Dark on, on for Sports Kita, and I thought it was oh. the worst thing I'd ever seen in my entire life. Every match was the same, same neckbreaker, same super kick, same pin, same submission, same this, same that. No promo, terrible mic work. I hear a dinosaur talking about having a college degree while Taz is saying Everlease has a boner. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. This is ridiculous. So um, I got turned off. Yeah. I got I got kind of turned off by AEW and sorry about the rant. But, yes, I want to, I want to see I want to see Kenta. But if Kenta's going to be there, I, I, I'm pretty sure he's the only one here in the States right now. There's right. got to be some sort of, like, video package that comes up with the Bullet Club, you know, mm-hmm. of, of Absolutely. and stuff like that. So if Kent is going to be there, there needs to be some sort of video package with the rest of the boys yep. and Absolutely. the rest of the Bullet Club. Um, 
as far as the the rest, I mean, I think it's gonna. I think it's great that we're we're seeing impact guys now. You know, be intertwined with this with the Good Brothers and Private Party and AEW. Uh, I want to see, inter, like, just like what MLW is doing. I want to see other companies' titles be defended in other companies. Right. And that'll make it more interesting for sure to be able to see other companies' titles defended in other places because that um, that, that kind of goes back again to the territory days is you'd have a traveling champion. Yeah. We don't really have that. We've had you, you're a champion and you're a champion in one place, and that, this is where you're a champion. Yeah, and, and imagine – the Good Brothers losing the tag team titles to the private party in AEW, or the AEW TNT champion Darby Allen loses his belt to someone in Impact or one of the guys in the Bullet Club. You know, there's endless right. possibilities, and it makes it exciting. And what makes it even it more exciting is when that champion loses to somebody from another company. Like, Absolutely. imagine. Like I know it's limited crowd and stuff like that, but imagine how nuts the crowd would go for Thank something you. like that now. It, it would be absolutely crazy. They go ape shit. Yeah. Call out. Yeah. Nothing more or less would be expected. Yeah, I mean, and again, like with the, you know the endless possibilities of different champions from other companies and you know now they're you know pulling double duty and now they're working both shows or you have a uh, one company teams up with another company to take on this company you know New Japan works with Impact to, to take out AEW you know but then all of a sudden you know this is where another company could come in to you know for AEW side which would be like AAA Right. You could have AEWs with. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Like you said, you can. You've got so many possibilities with these companies being able to. You know, it's not one company versus all of them. It's every company for themselves. And you, you've got five companies, maybe six, possibly even seven, that are going to come together and be able to do so much um, more interesting things. Now. Like you said, AEW Dark is uh, a weak point. They put way too many matches on on one YouTube show, I think. Uh, I I remember a couple weeks ago I bitched because they had 16 matches on one night of uh, Dark. I said, why in the hell? I said, if you would cut... I said, if you cut that in half, you, you get the job done. You don't use everybody on one card and overexpose your talent. And can still produce a great show and um i always looked at dynam or or dark is a lead-in show to dynamite but they're not using it as that anymore it's it's let's pack this thing full as as many guys and girls as we can and oh my god you're right it's the commentary is horrible um if they would hire a new announced team i wouldn't get angry because i am sick of excalibur (laughs) and Whoever else they have with Taz that does Dark. Um, obviously, I don't mind Excalibur on Dynamite. He's got chemistry now with Shivani and Jim Ross. Do I prefer him? No, but 
Uh, I can deal with that if I have to. I would much rather have a, a, a new commentary team on Dark, somebody that will actually cover the wrestling and not the bullshit and, and try to, oh, that's funny. <laughs> no. I don't, I, no. I'm not fucking 20. I'm 30. I want to watch wrestling because I want to watch wrestling. Damn it. Yeah. And and they need to. St- uh, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get why it needs to be a comedy act all the time, and everything needs to be funny. And the other thing that's really irritating about AEW and even NXT is starting to pick up this habit is that every match needs to be competitive. It needs to be competitive to a point. But somebody that is uh, the star status of a. Cody Rhodes does not need to be hanging around um, somebody the level of a war horse for 30 minutes. That's that's not doing you as a TV star any favors. I get wanting to get the indie guy over. You can do that in about 15 minutes rather than 20 to 30. Hell, you can do that in a good 10 if you know what you're doing. They are letting some of these guys stick around with their champions way too long. That are not, they're even doing this with the impact talent. They're letting the, um, you know, some of the impact talent hang around with the AEW champions or vice versa. And it's like 20 minutes. No, Kenny Omega is your champion. Like last night, you had those guys go, what? That main event was 25, 30 minutes. He's your world champion. He should be able to put the guy away in 10 minutes on a good day. They're making this way, way too competitive and overthinking it way too much. The object of the match is to pin your opponent, submit your opponent, or knock out your opponent. And everybody goes, well, you've got uh, disqualification and count out. No, that's shitty booking. That's lazy booking. That's sloppy booking. It can be done sometimes. It's been done way too much lately. Give it a break. Sorry to go yeah, on my way. I, I, <laughs> I actually hate when they do that really on pay-per-views and stuff. Probably the more, you know, the only other interesting thing for me is uh, Sting. I'm going to be interested in watching Sting wrestle. Only because Goldberg is younger than Sting. Right. I mean... You know, I know there's muscle memory and everything like that, but the man's 62 years old, and I'm not knocking him for his age because there was a guy who was 71 doing a suicide dive right. a while back. Right. You know, right. so I'm just going to be curious to see how, how how it goes. Well, I, I have a feeling he's going to be more on the outside of the ring than actually in the ring, but uh, I'm that's probably – Besides, if Kenta shows up, Sting's the second thing I'm intrigued in seeing. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think that you're wrong. We're just praying to God that he doesn't get injured because I don't want. To, I don't want to see it. I, I think it's risky enough as it is. I want to see it, but I. Don't, I don't want to see it if it means that he's going to get hurt. So we need to make this very careful and hope that everybody understands you're in there with a legend that um, was lucky lucky enough to get a second chance 
and let's not ruin it for him. Let's let's be easy on him and you know make this as limited on him as what we have to without um, without making it too obvious. You want to hide his flaws and accentuate his positives. But saying that and doing that is three separate things. Well, that's very true. Yeah, and um, just hope that, like, for his sake, he doesn't botch moves himself. Otherwise, people are going to look at the match and, you know, he could end up having the, the Goldberg effect. Right, and you don't want that. No, you don't want that I don't want all. to see. You know, I want him to be. I want it to be a good match. And and like I said, it's so it's probably the one match I'm most interested in. I just I just don't want to see him get hurt or you know botch a move and he hurts somebody else or you know, have that match and, and I can't think of anyone's name off the top of my head. I'm having a freaking brain right. part here. But there's been so, so many matches where, where legends come back for a match and it ends up being horrible and you wish they wouldn't have come back for it. Absolutely. You know, I, I hope that's what it doesn't come out to be. No, that would you be know, really it, bad. That would be really bad. Oh, really, really bad. But I mean, that's that that would that's the most that I'm interested in as far as that pay per view goes. Is is Sting and if Kenta shows up and that, that that's it. That's it. That that's I'm it. all about Darby. I'm all about Darby. Everybody knows that. I love Darby Allen. All right, sorry work. about that. Okay, well, uh, Lee, obviously we've updated everybody about what's going on with Steve, and uh, there will be no live from the Dean's Den until he returns. But, uh, Lee, uh, you're more than welcome, more invited to join us each and every Thursday back here until Steve returns. And, um, uh, Steve, if you want to, or, uh, not Steve, uh, Lee, if you want to promote anything, uh, take a couple minutes to do so at this time. And I think that's going to do it for us here tonight. Wow. Uh, anywhere on social media, you can find me and my page at Perched on the Top Rope. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, it's Perched Top Rope because it doesn't fit. Uh, you can catch any of my articles interviews at sportskita.com check them out on youtube check out the youtube page for perched on the top rope have some great interviews there uh, i just worked with vince russo so that's coming out soon uh pieces of that interview are on the youtube page at uh sportskita uh just remember i'm the kind of guy who says spoiler free is the way to be back to you thank you very much lee you have a great night and we're gonna katie Shut up! And free is good in today's economy. And you know what time it is, folks. You don't have to go home, but you sure as hell can't stay here. Take your glasses back to the bar. Turn off the damn lights. You're costing us money. Good night. Wednesday nights I get to stay up late. Watch Kenny Omega while I masturbate. 
Hey mom, I need to watch this show. Meltzer says I'm in the key demo. Meltzer says I'm in the key demo.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.